Hello and welcome. My name is Christina and you're listening to Planner Mess Express, a bi-weekly podcast for the planner obsessed, planner newbie, or those of you who don't even own a planner that are looking for a comfortable spot that embraces life's messes. Join me as we explore the life inside the planner pages. Hey guys, I'm back for another episode. So grab a beverage, a notebook, and your favorite pen in case you want to take a few notes. This week, we're going to be talking about how to get organized and stay organized. For some people, being organized is completely second nature. For others, it takes a whole lot of work. So if any of the following sounds like you, stay tuned for my top five tips on getting organized and staying that way. Are you a busy parent juggling kids' activities and household responsibilities? Maybe you're a student that has so many assignments due this week, you don't even know where to begin. Do you work outside the home? Or maybe you're a stay-at-home parent looking to add a side hustle to the mix to generate some income. Maybe your situation is a mixture of all of these scenarios. Whether you're a new planner or an old planner that needs a reminder on how to get back on track, that one might be me. Let's see if we can factory reset together. So I was scrolling through Instagram when something caught my eye. It was a story. Shout out to Chrissy from Confessions of a Girl Boss for sharing it from at Liz and Molly on Instagram. So the story was something that I needed to see in that moment. So much so that I had to share it. So it was two graphs. The top one says, why I assumed I was procrastinating. The answer, laziness. The second graph shows why I actually procrastinate, and the answers are as follows. Feeling inadequate, stretch too thin, perfectionist, fear, don't know where to begin. Does that sound like any of you? I most definitely feel stretched too thin, and I was feeling major burnout. It's gotten better over the last few weeks, but it took a whole lot of planning and action to get me out of that funk. Now, I've talked about setting boundaries and self-care. When you're getting organized, setting boundaries is important. Your schedule might be tight, so sometimes you're going to have to say, no, I can't right now. And I know for some of us, myself in particular, that saying no is a skill almost. Now, if you know me in person, you know that sometimes I can come off a little bitchy. So you wouldn't think that me saying no would be any sweat off my back. But it is. See, for a long time, I would never tell anyone no if they wanted to switch schedules with me. Or if someone said, hey, can you come in and work because we're kind of short? I'd never say no because I absolutely felt guilty if I did. But the reality is, is I cannot take care of myself. I can't help someone else if I feel completely burnt out. And yeah, they're working short and I know that it sucks. But if I go to work and I already feel like shit, it's going to make it 10 times worse. It's okay to say no. So before I give you my top five tips, I want you to realize something. Sometimes when you make plans and complete the task, the outcome may look a little different than what you thought it would. That is okay. We are seeking progress, not perfection. So a friend of mine asked me, Christina, how do you stay organized? I just can't keep up with all the things we have to do. This person and I work on the same unit. Both of us have children, although her son is a little baby and that's a whole other beast. But we are both bedside nurses working in the ICU 
and working on a nurse practitioner degree. Well, half of my unit is working on their NP, but I digress. So a little about my friend. She isn't a planner lady. In fact, I don't even know she owns a planner. And she says she gets distracted easily and can sometimes feel completely overwhelmed with all that she has to get done. So these tips that I put together are going to be useful for the biggest planner enthusiasts. Those of you who bought a planner in January and it's still blank, I know. You had the best of intentions, but frankly, that's how the road to hell was paved. Anyway. These tips are also going to work for those of you who have no system at all and have no idea where to start. So full disclosure, this week I am starting off a bit behind from last week. My plan was to catch up over the weekend, however I needed a damn rest weekend, not a rest day, a whole fucking weekend. Long story short, I'm a nurse that works in the ICU on a COVID unit. We see worst case scenarios. Frankly, I had been completely emotionally drained Friday evening, and I didn't want to do anything but sit and watch Law & Order episodes for hours. Now, I don't mean four like the number. I mean for multiple hours I sat and watched reruns of Law & Order. And yes, I've seen every single episode, but it is my happy place. And for you healthcare professionals, yes, I did slightly turn every now and then to prevent blanchable redness. Anyway, so I took all of Saturday off and most of Sunday too, which means all the things that I didn't get done last week are now on my to-do list for this week. It's not a good feeling, but there's nothing I can do about it. The only thing I can do is get organized for this week and get the things done. So this brings me to the tips. And yes, I will be following all of these steps as soon as I'm done recording this episode. Number one, make a list. Now I recommend getting a planner even if it's just a monthly calendar with lots of notes pages. Make a list of all your tasks for the week. Make note of time-sensitive tasks and appointments. These may be doctor's appointments, assignments for school, work meetings that you can't miss. We want to make sure that we're getting all of the time-sensitive tasks done on time. Now, look at your to-do list. Go ahead and take a highlighter and highlight your top priorities. Uh, you don't have a highlighter? Who are you? Okay, so no highlighter, no problem. Just asterisk, underline, do something to signify that that task is important. Your priorities are must-do task. If nothing else gets done that week, it's okay. If you got those few priorities done, you had a successful week. Take the win. Now, start tackling your list. Once you start checking things off, you're going to feel hella motivated and you will want to knock out every single thing on your to-do list. Great job. Carry on. But maybe you had a shit week like I had and nothing got done. It's okay. We're going to start again. I can't change what I did or didn't do last week, yesterday or the year before. So take a breath and re tip number one. So when I'm done with this episode, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write down all my to-dos for this week. And I will highlight my priorities and start checking off the things on my list. Okay, tip number two, be flexible. Plans change or they don't work out like you thought. As I mentioned before, it's okay. 
we need to just reevaluate the plan and carry on. Side note, when making your plans, start slow. As someone in the planner community, I can see how a new planner can watch a few YouTube videos and think, I need three planners. I want all the stickers and washi and so-and-so uses these markers and these pens. I'm going to buy all of the things. And then you go buy it. It comes in the mail and you completely feel overwhelmed. Fast forward six months and your planner's still empty. So start slow. If that means going to the target spot and getting a simple planner to practice and get the flow or routine down, do that. There are so many planners available. I feel like there are new planners launching every month. So some of this is going to be trial and error. Be patient and be flexible. And remember, if there's something that I recommend but it doesn't work for you, don't keep doing it. A lot of this is mix and matching from different planner gurus or um, different systems. You have to take what works for your situation and use that. Because here's the thing, you might spend $100 on the latest and greatest goal planner. But if you, number one, feel overwhelmed by the way it's set up, or number two, it doesn't fit into your situation, you're not going to use it. So it could be the best thing since sliced bread, but if you're not using it, it's trash. So you can absolutely take something from me that works and then something from someone else that works and make it your own. That's the great thing about planning. It is absolutely, I want to say patient specific, but it is absolutely made to order for you. Tip number three, schedule time to plan. This is part of making your planning part of your routine. I usually like to take a look at my planner two or three times a week. Yeah, I look at it way more than that most of the time. But if I'm working two or three shifts in a row, I might not have time to glance at it, much less write anything down. And that is how things get missed. So if you set aside a few minutes, a few days a week, then you're gonna be able to check in on yourself and look at your plan and your to-do list and make sure you're on track. I like to look at my planner at night before bed so that I can make a plan for the next day or two. Tip number four, daily to-do list with time blocks. Lately, I have been using a notepad to make a plan for my daily to-do list. For example, I have my planner with a monthly and weekly layout. That holds everything but there's not enough space to time block and I can't get down with the daily planner with time slots. It's just not my jam. Now, I might change my mind, but for now I like the system that I currently use. So, say I have three homework assignments and this podcast to record. On a separate sticky note, notepad, whatever you're using, give yourself a couple hours per task or however long it's gonna take and plan your afternoon. That way you can stay on task. This method has been so helpful for me lately. Number five, limit interruptions and try not to multitask. This is the hardest for me, and I'm sure some of you are sitting there rolling your eyes when you hear it. But hear me out. You are better off spending an hour of quality study time than three hours of squirreling. You know what I mean? When you're so easily distracted that every little thing catches your attention, and next thing you know, you've been sitting at your computer for four hours and you haven't gotten shit done. So in that hour time block that you set aside for that task, 
you can focus on that one thing and knock it out. This takes practice and by far is the hardest for me. But when I do this, I get so much more quality work done. So before I started doing this, I would sit down and I would have my computer program open and I would be working on homework. And in another tab, I had Instagram and I would be answering comments as they would come in. Oh, and also I would have my bank statement up and I would be paying bills at the same time. Well, it took me twice as long to get all of that stuff done because I was trying to do too many things at once. Now, I make a plan. Okay, this assignment's going to take me about an hour. I take that hour and I focus just on that assignment. And then I move on to something else. Maybe that hour that I set aside for assignment one isn't enough time to get it done. I will stop at that hour, move on to the next task, finish it in the allotted time that I gave myself, and then move forward to the next task after that. When I'm completely done, if I need to go back to assignment one to complete it, I will do that then. This way I'm staying on task and getting everything completed in a timely manner. It has made a world of difference to my study habits and getting everything done for school. So that was my top five tips for getting organized and staying organized. If you didn't get a chance to write them down, here they are again. Number one, make a list. Number two, be flexible. Number three, schedule time to plan. Number four, daily to-do list with time blocks. Number five, limit interruptions and stop multitasking. So you're ready to dive right in and create your to-do list and start getting stuff done. What are a couple of things that you need to get started? Number one, a planner. You can also use a notebook. And if you use a notebook, I always recommend a dot grid but that's just my preference. Go ahead and grab you your favorite pen. Mine currently is the Sharpie S gel and the friction erasable pens. And then grab a couple highlighters. These, it doesn't really matter. I use midliners, but any highlighter will do. You just wanna be able to mark your top priorities so that they stand out at you. So now that you have all your supplies gathered, sit down, brainstorm, think of all the things that you need to get done, and just start doing it. Another important thing to schedule is self-care. If you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out, it makes it so much harder to care about anything and stay motivated. That's when my motivation is in the trash. There are a few things I've done to get out of the funk. The number one thing that I've done is I stopped working any overtime. My bank account is not amused, but my soul needed the break. I also try to schedule time to relax. So I normally will make an appointment with my daughter to get our nails done. It's our time to be able to spend some time together and also get a great foot massage. I also love my TV time. Sometimes it means me and my son watching trash TV together just for a laugh. It's a good mental break. It allows me to not think about anything else that I have to do and what's going on at work. Speaking of work. I rarely check work emails at home, and I took myself off the work group me. Yes, sometimes I miss announcement, but if it's super important, someone is bound to fill me in. Fortunately, I don't have a job where I'm on call and obligated to work at home. My goal is to leave work at work. It's easier said than done.
I've done these things pretty well, but if I'm being honest with you and frankly myself, I have a lot of work to do. I need to start working out again, even if it means a short walk here and there. I feel so much better when I do. And my eating habits fucking suck. So I need to listen to the tips I gave you earlier and make a plan. Organization and planning is like much of what life is. It's a journey, not a destination. So thank you for being a part of my journey. And remember, it's okay to be a mess, but don't be messy. This episode of Planner Mess Express is brought to you by Brazen and Bold Print Co. If you want a place that will enable your planner sticker addiction, shop Brazen and Bold Print Co. on Etsy. We specialize in nursing, student, household, and custom planner stickers. For up-to-date information, you can find us on Instagram or Etsy.com at Brazen and Bold Print Co.